Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane with Matt Tift, the star of the show. It is his show, only his show, since we have you um, as the main guy. And you know exactly what you're doing. You don't need me for anything. Bring us in, buddy. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You, you go ahead, bud. Oh. This is, this is your time to shine. This is your moment. My time? Yeah. Yeah, I know you're yeah. like it. I know you like Eminem, so you know that whole song, eight, you know that that whole deal. This is this is it. So the the lose yourself. This Better. is my one shot. Literally, huh. it. Stoker. Uh, all right. So so here here's what uh, we had a show. What two days ago? Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Two well, the ago. Monday show. I, I don't count the Monday show, just because that wasn't a normal show. But we are going to be going to three days a week. But I didn't want to count that just because of what we did with the Legion and everything else and. It was kind of an awkward, not awkward as in like the interview and everything was an awkward. It was just an awkward day to do it because we didn't really have a lot of time to advertise it. Mondays which is okay, are awkward. But we're, what? Mondays are awkward. Yeah, Mondays suck. Nobody likes Mondays. All right, so we're open, opening up with Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon. I don't know how many of you saw this yesterday, but. Four. Um, four people yeah, saw it. At least four. And Johnny Damon posts on his Instagram, got his private jet, taking his family down to the Florida Keys. Hours later, we have the body cam footage of Johnny Damon and his wife from the Florida Keys. Um, Johnny Damon then goes on to uh, get out of his car. The officer tells him that he has left his lane several times. Um, also hit a curb, <laughs> ran over something else, swerved back to the shoulder. It's real bad. So um, the end story, without getting to the rest of it, is that Johnny Damon was arrested for a DUI. Now, right. in the middle of the body cam footage, I felt like it was back to watching Cops, like the good old, um, like the the, re the real show Cops, not live PD, but like Cops, Cops, because it was like funny. Cops, Cops. Yeah, I mean, sad for his family, but like he was very dumb for doing this. So, anyway, right. he uh, is talking to the cop and uh, is just absolutely baffled of why he got pulled over. And then his wife gets out, and the cop is screaming at his wife to get back in the car. Then Johnny Damon goes to try to talk to his wife while the officer says many, many times to stay in place. Johnny Damon does not stay in place. The wife tries to come over, is so freaking out of her mind, can't figure out where she's at, stumbles to the back of the car. They have to tackle Johnny Damon. She gets in handcuffs. I don't know what goes on. But then at the end of this whole deal, after Johnny Damon is lit, I mean, he's like 30 deep at this point, it sounds like. He comes out and says, you are um, pulling me over because I am a Trump supporter. And the officer says, I don't think that's neither here nor there, but that is not why I pulled you over. And Johnny Damon goes, blue lives matter. And then um, the, the cop goes on to arrest him. Johnny Damon, you have to go watch this video. If you ever wonder if you are drunk, this is what you sound like when you are wondering if you are drunk. <laughs> so he, so wait, he started to say that... So wait, he started to say that it, he was arrested because he was a Trump supporter? Yes, not even arrested, just pulled over. That doesn't make any sense. Of course it doesn't make sense. 
is Johnny. That doesn't like you know how much that that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. No, that's why the cop is like that's neither here nor there. Like you're hammered. Like I have to arrest you. That's stupid. But yeah, he's so he just keeps going on about blue lives matter. Um, Trump supporter. I don't care what your political beliefs are, but I can tell you this much. If you're getting a DUI, it's not because of your political affiliation. And it certainly wasn't a bumper sticker on his rental car. So I don't think that was why either. Right. That freaks me out a little bit. You Like you really think that the cop went up to watching this car swerve all over the road. The dude can barely even talk. Um, then he gets, you know, then he gets out of the car and sees his Johnny Damon. And one, I mean, probably doesn't know who Johnny Damon is because not a lot of people now do. Um, if you're a baseball fan, of course, you know, but uh, it's not like the, the cop was going, oh, I'm looking for a Trump supporter and I'm looking for a professional um, retired professional baseball player. That's what I'm after tonight. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of funny, but so we're going to actually we're going to be interviewing Ashley Collins from STO later on today. Yep. We'll have to see what she says about this just because I'm very curious. Yeah. So am I. She's, she's been into baseball, but when we, when we do interview uh, Ashley Collins, we're going to be talking tribe baseball and uh, kind of talking a little bit about what it's going to look like. Uh, because you gotta remember they had a, I don't want to say they had a fire sale, but a lot of things are going to look different on the Indians than they have in, in past years. So I want to kind of get her take on like what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Is it going to be a, you know, is it going to be a, a, a whole new lineup? Is it going to look – I mean, what's the depth chart going to look like? So bringing her on board is going to be super awesome, I think, later on I'm, in the day. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to uh, Phoenix this weekend. And normally I'm not going this year, but um, normally we go out to Goodyear and we go see some spring training. So I always like that part. I got to meet uh, Andrew Miller a couple of years ago. He came into our hauler. I had a Chief Wahoo pit sign back then from way early when I was racing. And yeah. uh, he came and signed that for me. So really cool guy. Uh, but yeah, I, I always enjoy going down there. I'm bummed we can't go to spring training this year because the schedule I have doesn't allow it. But um, that's always been fun. So I'm excited to have her on, talk some tribe. Baseball's getting up and going. What do you think, Keith? Because normally opening day, we used to have season tickets for years and years and years. And the debate would always be, is it going to snow or is it going to be 70? Because it's one or the other for opening oh, day. Oh, yeah. I, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for, for baseball to be back for a couple of different things. Like I'm a diehard Indians fan. I'm always going to be an Indians fan. Like you can't just say, you know, like, I, I guess I've never been that way. You can't just look at a team and go, yeah, you know what? I'm going to pick somebody else. You're Cle- If you're Cleveland, right. you're Cleveland. You know what I mean? So right. of course I'm all about the Indians. I don't know how they're going to look this year. That's why I'm so interested to see what Ashley Collins is going to, is going to say, because she is able to break it down a lot better than I think even I can as a, from an analyst point. Yeah. And I think it's going to be super, super fun to watch her see what the depth chart's going to be, see what the bullpen's going to be like. We lost a lot of players. We lost a lot of sticks. We lost a lot of everything. I mean, we lost a lot this year. I know. Yeah. But I'm I still know, excited. Is, is this a tank? We'll save the question for them. But I got a lot of questions I want to know. But I'm wondering, are they going to tank? Or are they going to be – well, you can't really tank in baseball. That's the bad thing. But you just suck right. tank. <laughs> yeah, so you can just be a, a non-500 team. Yeah, and the ML. The MLB draft is not the same as the NFL draft. So. No, you're, it's not, really you're not playing for ping pong balls either. No, exactly. But the thing is, like, I'm not, you know, I don't think we're going to tank. Do I think we're going to be a 500 team? Yeah, I still do. I think we're going to be probably an over 500 team. But we'll see what Ashley says when uh, when yeah. we start breaking that down a little bit. But well, let's, let's, let, I want to talk about more 500 teams, which is a shocking one this year. And I live in Charlotte, and I never knew – that Duke versus um, the Tar Heels was such a big freaking deal down here until I moved down here. It is like Ohio State and Michigan, but it's not football. It's basketball. And 
I got to tell you what, since I've been down here, I have never seen Duke suck so badly. And when Duke is a 500 team, that is shocking because they're always in the March Madness. They're always in the tournament. Um, like that's just, it's expected, right? I mean, it's like Alabama not going to the um, to the college football playoffs or the, to a bowl game. Like it's that big of a deal and they suck. Um, and it's funny to me because Coach K came out today saying that he's so proud of his guys for all the effort they gave for everything this year, um, you know, despite COVID, despite all this stuff. But what's interesting about that to me is he has had very Bill Belichick-like press conferences this year of being pissed off. I mean, absolutely. Oh, sure. And floored because they've sucked that badly. And at the end of the year, it's like everything was great. I'm so proud of my guys, like blah, blah, blah. So that tells me he's been recruiting pretty hard for next year because he done gave up on this group. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And I, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a huge basketball fan, but I do love March Madness. You yeah, know right. I mean? So I fill out, you know, we do a bracket. Maybe we should do a bracket with the fans this year. Oh, we should. I like it. You want to do something like that? See if for they sure. beat us. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll figure that out. And if they win, you they get a signed bracket from Matt Tiffs because why not? You know, anti. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, that's a selling point. So maybe we can we can do stuff like that. But so, are you a big March Madness fan? I mean, are you a, are you are you the big dance kind of guy? No, I um I'd always fill out a bracket and do that kind of stuff. Like we'd always do it in school uh, with my friends and stuff to see who would pick. Sure. We'd have a little deal going, or you know, after that um, racing, we'd have a little pool going in it. But I, you know, women's side when I was watching, I know UConn was always good um, over here. I mean, on the men's side. I know Duke was good. I knew Mission State was going to be pretty good, which they're not good either. Um, so pretty much I have no idea who's good. I know Cleveland State, I think they want one out the uh, whole deal, whatever they're in up there. So I know they're going to the, the big dance. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. So they got somebody in here, a Stoker Ace Kid. I know exactly who this guy is. He's super awesome. He said when he was an MP, he checked everyone's political affiliation before writing them a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so I like it. But he also said that for the March Madness thing, he'll donate a jersey for the winner. Ooh, okay. I will. Um, he we just gotta... got do, do this. So he sent me coins. I didn't get a chance to show them to you. I think yeah. you got some too. I was going to bring them in today, but I forgot them. But he brought, he got me coins. He sent them to me. Dude, they're awesome. Like, I'm, I, I collect coins anyways. Like, you know, I collect Morgans and silver, stuff like that. But he got me these Indians, Cavs, and Browns coins. Super they're awesome. Yes. But on top of that, he got me a Baker Mayfield jersey. No, the dude is awesome. He got me a Chubb jersey. Like, the guy is awesome. He, and his whole deal on Twitter is really cool. And spreading, um, spreading out, you know, just good um, good vibes and, and happiness to people. So, one awesome guy. So, I think Keith and I, we're going to give you a round of applause. So, thank you, buddy. He's doing great things in the world. That's right. He's a good guy. No, he, he really is. I and I like him. I respect the hell out of him. I do. Absolutely. We got some fan interaction uh, going on in a couple of the chat rooms. Uh, Chris Price says this talk show is the best in the world. He is correct. Uh, you damn right. Sharon Richardson says, "Great talk show, guys. Looking good. We got a lot of fan support coming on. I think it's because everybody, you know, is is interested and in, and in, in we, you know, we have a lot of good stuff going on. But let's talk about Duke. Let's talk about what is the best because you you're down there. What is the best Duke game you've ever seen? And do you go to a lot of them? Uh, no, I've never been to one. So there's a couple things for me okay. before I get into that. So I've never been to, I've been to one, I've been to um, a few central Michigan basketball games up in Michigan because my family lived up there. So we go um, up there to go to Washington games, but I've been to a Cleveland state game. But other than that, I've never really been to too many college games, uh, maybe a hockey game here and there. 
But um, so I've never been to a Duke UNC uh, game, but Jordan, my wife, her grandparents are absolutely diehard Tar Heels fans. Sometimes I get her grandma um, gag gifts of Duke stuff and she just loses it. Like it's, it's not good. Um, so are you a Duke fan? I mean, I granted you've got to be an Ohio state fan, but do you also like Duke? Eh, not really. They, um, I like them because they took care of me with my brain tumor afterwards for post, um, post-op stuff. But I mean, otherwise I have no, I have no dog in the fight. Like to me, I guess it'd be like, if you lived in, if you lived in Florida and you came up and we're trying to figure out between Ohio state and Michigan, be like, I don't know, just entertainment, watch you guys fight about it, you know, that kind of a deal. Right. No, I can understand that too. But it is kind of weird that they're not going to be there. Right? It is. Like, it's that, very like let's talk Let's talk about that for a second. How out of place is it that Duke's not going to be there? It's very weird because, again, you talk about Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, Michigan, oh, yeah. well, um, Michigan State, like in football, those are staples of good programs you think is going to be there. Um, sure. USC back in the day. And I think when you have such a big shakeup like that, that's why I wanted to talk about this tonight because, you know, Coach K, obviously incredible coach, um, has been the, the USA um, men's right. basketball coach, like his just respected by everyone. But that's sure. why I found it so funny, his comments on there, the whole year being mad, they're not performing, they're not doing this, 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 and that. Then all of a sudden, I'm so proud of everybody. I'm like, you just completely flipped the switch off of your worst season ever. Um, well, not maybe, yeah. I don't know the stats, but like in a long, 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 long time. Right, um, right. But yeah, it's it's very interesting to me because, you know, it's like the, kind of like the Bill Belichick deal this year. He's going, well, Cam Newton, he did everything he could do this year. We're super proud of Cam, blah, blah, blah. So is Cam going to be your next starting quarterback? Oh, no. We're looking for a different direction. <laughs> like, yeah, I got that crazy. same feel off of it. It's crazy. So since they're – so what is the exact reasoning they're not going to be in it? I think it's the record. I think you have to be at a certain amount or, or maybe say – oh, I'm sorry. No, no. They, um, they're in the ACC tournament. And my bad, I, I didn't have this on here on my notes. So they were in the ACC tournament and all year they went without players um, testing positive for COVID. Unfortunately, one of their players did get um, tested for positive for COVID. So I don't know if that's an, an immediate forfeit or what happens, but one way or another, they're out. Um, so I don't know what, I don't know exactly what the NCAA rules are. Um, so, but yeah, anyways, because of the COVID test, positive test, they are out. So I didn't realize that either. So apparently that's a thing that if you test positive, you're all out. Um, maybe that's I'm wrong insane. on that. I mean, if you guys know, let us know on here, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. Hey, I, I did real quick though. Um, before we continue talking about that, I had someone ask me, what is the chat? Because some people listen on Twitter, some people listen on the, I don't know, the donkey noise isn't coming out of Keith's cup over there. Uh, so we have a Facebook chat going on We have Twitter comments and stuff going on there. So if you have no on idea YouTube what we're talking about yeah, on YouTube, on Twitch. So if you don't know what we're talking about, well, one, throw in a question, throw in a comment, but two, um, there's all kinds of chat rooms before um, you're around all the platforms that we are talking on. So if you don't know what we're talking about, that's what we're talking about. Exactly. And the chat room is in there. We might eventually start taking uh, phone calls at some point in time. Stephen L. I can't remember. I'm not going to, I don't even want to pronounce this guy's last name. I'm going to butcher it. So I'm going to call him Pfeiffer. Nah, that sounds bad. Anyway, Steven said, cool show, but you still owe me an autograph, Matt. All right. Well, if you send something to our race shop, I will send it to you. Also, any autograph request, go to teamlivefest.com and we will hook you up as long as you send something. We will send it back. If there's nothing in the package, I ain't sending you anything because I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
All right, so we're going to have Ashley Collins on at the bottom of the hour to talk Tribe Baseball. Talked a little bit of Duke. Uh, March Madness, we were talking about – because, I mean, usually in March Madness, I don't move from my TV. Yeah. I try to just sit down and watch it the best I can. So if we're going to do brackets and stuff, we're going to have to figure that out here, like, super quick. We do. And um, I know we're talking about uh, – we had Stryker Ace and they're throwing in a jersey – think um, maybe I'll throw in a, a Team Live Fast t-shirt. We'll go ahead and sign. And then um, I don't know if we have anything from the uh, from KM Voice to put in there. But, yeah, we'll, we'll do something kind of cool on that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think we should talk because we were talking about doing giveaways and stuff before. Yes. Because we're trying to get the Teespring and the merch store going, and we're trying to get more viewers and stuff in. Guys, check out the Teespring store. Life in the Fast Lane is at 2. Life two in part. the Fast Lane 2 for the Teespring. Life in the Fast Lane 2 for Teespring. Check it out. Go to the Patreon, L-I-T-F-L, not in OnlyFans. Make sure you check that out. Uh, make sure you follow right. at if, Keith if Migra 1. If you don't buy stuff, we're going to have to make it in OnlyFans. Yep. So, yep. Nobody yep. wants to see this or that. No. Nobody. No. Maybe, but if you – but not even Tyler. Maybe, maybe what we can do is – I know you said you have – possible like a fire suit or something we could give away or something like that at That'd some be a point big one that's a big one well what i'm saying is for every for for everything you so let's do like a kind of like a, a, a what do they call those things raffle i guess okay I don't, is that a good word so for everything you for everything you get from teespring you get a you get a raffle right you said it let us know show us give us proof and then um, we can ra- we can maybe start raffling those off at I like it point. yeah we'll do a, a year long or maybe a summer long sweepstakes we'll pick one um labor day we'll pick one then we'll start it start it now and go through labor day we'll make it a summer long sweepstakes hey look at that summer long sweepstakes i like it all right so let's take a quick break when we come back um we'll uh we'll try to get well i don't know if i want to take a break now no let's let's wait because we got one more topic before we go and talk to um miss ashley there so um we were talking on tuesday and um again sorry about the last couple episodes We've been just hammering stuff out, so we haven't talked to you guys much in the You froze again. Chat, because we've had so much going on since today. Um, but on Tuesday's show, we were talking about the COVID anniversary of different sports things in the world. And uh, one we did not hit on was today. Tom Hanks was a big topic of discussion on the Twitter sphere. Because Tom Hanks and his wife came out saying that they were some of the first um, celebrities that came out and said that they had COVID. And of course, it to me, it didn't feel real until Tom Hanks said that he had it because there is, I mean, there's players and stuff like that saying, but when you have Tom Hanks say it, I mean, when Forrest Gump, say, when Forrest Gump it. says it to you and the operator of the Polar Express says it to you, it's getting real. See, I don't like, okay, let's, let, let's break down some Tom Hanks movies if, okay. we, if we can. I said something about the Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons and everything else. You're like, I don't know what that means. No, 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 no. I knew Da Vinci Code, but I didn't know Angels and Demons. Okay, you gotta watch those movies. You gotta read the like. So Tom Hanks is Robert Langdon, right? Like, you know, Harrison Ford was Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. So Robert Langdon is. I don't know if you've ever read any of the books. Have you ever read any of the Angels and Demons, Da Vinci Code, Dan Brown Um, symbol? So my my family they all read the Da Vinci Code. So I knew about it. I knew the movie came out, but I never saw it myself. You need to watch it because Tom Hanks is awesome in it, but they do a really good job. Dan Brown is just a great writer, and it's like really good conspiracy type type. Right. It's a super exciting, super. And I, I, in fact, I'm pretty sure that CBS, maybe it was one of the TV networks, picked up 
a pilot version of the Robert Langdon series. And it's, really? I guess, uh, yeah. And, and I guess Dan Brown is having a giant part in it, which is awesome because again, he's super good writer, like super yeah. good. Everything, just everything is fantastic when it comes down to, to what Dan Brown does. But I, I mean, I've never really been like a huge Tom Hanks fan. I like, I like him. I, you know, Woody yeah. from toy story, everything like that. Like I like the guy. Mm-hmm. I'm just not like a huge Tom Hanks fan. You know, before I go further with this, Keith, I just want to say I am very proud of us because never did I ever think on this show we would have the intellectual capacity to talk about the um, the conspiracy theories and the underlying um, thoughts of Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code on this show. That's what right. are we doing? What do you mean? There's whole, all kinds of stuff. I mean, you got you to gotta read the books and then we can break. That's what we need to do. We need to pick our, like our favorite books and then we need to like, because there's got to be a book that you've, maybe read in the past like what like what do you what do you usually do during second period like when you're in Um, study hall what books do you read (laughs) (laughs) that one got you huh i don't know keith i don't know because i haven't been in school for a long time not that that long of a time but a little bit of a time so keith keith is giving me crap earlier on because he's talking about something with his kids and and I said, okay, well, um, there's, he actually said something nice. And I said, well, at least you only make fun of me for being a preteen. Cause he says I'm 12 freaking years old all the time. So uh, no, next year uh, when you hit the teenage mark, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you sound like Mark. Yep. 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 Uh, yep, 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 yep. 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 So, so name <laughs> what, what is your favorite Tom Hanks movie that you were allowed to see that wasn't rated it- R this week? My head itches again. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, straight. All right, all right, all right. You know, I had a brain surgery back in 2016. You know, you just follow the you follow the scar right here, Keith. You, you see that? It goes right there. Isn't that nice? It's healed up pretty well. Damn, they did a good job on that. Yeah, they sure did. Did, you, did. did he give you a note so you didn't have to go to gym class? No. <laughs> No, oh, no, Mr. Atrophy, did you? Oh, pulling out my little leg. Yeah. That's not nice. Yeah, I am. <laughs> he said, yeah, I am. It's not All the right. only one. But anyways, um, my favorite. <laughs> Forrest Gump. Gump. Before this goes bad, Forrest Gump. Really? Yes, I love Forrest out Gump. Out of all of them, you pick Forrest Gump? I pick Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised. I love Forrest Gump. He's just the definitely level. thought you were going Toy Story since you probably, you know, no, actually I find, I like Toy Story, but to be honest with you, I find it depressing. Why is Toy Story depressing? Because it's about like Andy leaving and like, I don't know. Just, Whoa, they're, spoiler they're always... alert. <laughs> just, Whoa, you got Sorry, spoil- everybody. Spoiler alert. Toy Story made in 2001. Oh, let me guess when I was born. Ha. Ah, no. ah, yeah, you got it. You got it. Oh, I hate this show. Um, <laughs> you can't just be screaming spoiler alerts out there like that. At least tell people. So Andy doesn't play with them anymore? No, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, also, spoiler alert, Buzz Lightyear's an astronaut, in case you didn't know that one. Oh, my goodness. You are just giving away all the secrets. I know. Tom Hanks is tuned in right now. He's going to be pissed. Okay, you're right. Well, okay. I also like Castaway. Castaway is a good one. Castaway was uh, probably is one of my favorite Tom Hanks movies. Oh, I mean, I, shoot. There's a good one. There's a good one I've completely forgotten. We didn't even talk about is Captain Sully um, when he did the story about him landing on the um, the Hudson River with the plane. It's actually really good. I never saw it. It's, it's that, really, that, that, that was one like that I honestly, to watch. 
I've never actually actually seen that movie. I mean, it's probably good. That's it the thing is, like, you don't go on vacation with Tom Hanks. Like, you no, understand that, right? No, you, you, Hanks, go to, like, you go to a dressed-up bow-tie dinner to go talk about the world and sophisticated things with Tom Hanks. But he's right, like, you don't, yeah, you go on vacation. If you fly with him, you're screwed. If you're on a ship with him, you're screwed. You're right, yeah, because those Somali pirates come up and say, I am the captain. Then he's, well, right, um, and then your best friend is a volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like, you got to be careful with that. I don't want my best friend to be a volleyball. Yours, yours isn't because but mine is i know you actually you made the point that i'm only your friend because you pay me that made me upset you, would you like me to not pay you never mind keep being my friend i love you to death my best friend is not a volleyball it is matt tift i paid him 50 bucks to say you love me tonight everybody <laughs> <laughs> i'm not you know what yeah he won't change his damn t-shirt, but he'll say he loves me. So I do not wear it. I per okay. All right. I am not or, wearing it. Per- I you know wore what? a baseball shirt today the- because no, it is not officially spring yet. So I wore a baseball shirt because we have a baseball interview. There's today. only two seasons. You only have two. Yeah. Freeze, buddy. All right. Two well, shirts. His- I can't hear you. <laughs> Nobody can hear you. All right, when we come back, we're going to be talking tribe baseball. With, we're going to be talking tribe baseball with Ashley Collins. Coming up from STO, Drennan Live is the show she co-hosts on. I'll be back with my best friend, Volleyball, in a little bit. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. To life in the fast lane with Matt Tift and myself. We have a very special guest on. Uh, I love whenever she comes on any of our podcasts. Ashley Collins from Sports Time Ohio. How are you doing? I am good. I am loving this warm weather and it makes me feel baseball season is here and I'm hoping for a little more normalcy. I'm sure as everyone is uh, this upcoming year, but it's an exciting time as we know as baseball gets closer and, uh, you know, not talking badly about the Browns, also a good thing, what? and not having to worry about the draft, how important it'll be. So it's yeah. pretty good right now in the world of Cleveland sports, I would say. It, it absolutely is. It's a very weird, almost disappointment. It it seems like that's always the staple of April. It's like, okay, the draft is coming. It's the only excitement we have all year. Now it's like, oh, there's another team here. Okay, this is nice. It is nice. And it's nice that we were so excited about playoffs Browns, and now we're not worried about. I'd rather be bored during yeah. draft. How about that? Exactly. And just what do we need, and how can we make this work? So uh, it's good, and it's good to see the excitement of the Indians. And I think it's fun to have some new guys, as we know, and what will happen. What will Terry Francona do to work his magic yet again? And so I think that's a fun topic that we can talk about. That is so, so obviously, you know, baseball, you know, from talking with me and Hillis and everything else, you know, baseball yeah. is my passion. I love, love everything about tribe baseball. Love it. I guess a couple of questions for you is with what is happening with, and it wasn't a fire sale because I don't think we panicked. I don't think the Indians front office panicked in any way, shape or form, but with everything that's happening now with players being, you know, gone free agencies that we lost a lot of players. What do you think the death chart's going to look like? And what about the rotation? Yeah. So I think it was inevitable, right, that 
we can't keep guys like Francisco Lindor. I think when you look at the trade that happened, of course, talking as a fan too, you get upset when guys you like, guys that are good are no longer with this team. I think the most positive thing is, and I say it all the time, the Indians are so good at taking that young talent and finding those gems and in turn, the farm system, how good it is with then being able to come up when they're ready, finding that, you know, guy who maybe we didn't think of, but look what he's doing now. I think Terry Francona is so good at getting the most out of those guys. And I think that there's been such good competition throughout spring training already that just pushes them to do better, to want to win that spot, right? To want to say, I'm going to be the shortstop. And I think it's just really good. I, I don't think we should be scared about it. I think a lot of people are counting the Indians out already. And I don't think that's the right thing to do. You never know what's going to happen. So I think, I think we should be optimistic right now. And I think we can be from what we've seen so far. And we just go ahead. The rotation is very young. I think yeah. that is the biggest concern. Uh, you take away very good guys. But Shane Bieber is Shane Bieber, right? And he'll become that leader in this rotation. He already has become that leader very young. I think it bodes well for this rotation to have a guy like that. So I think the pitching's good. They're young, but I think they learn, and I I think we can lean on that, right? So hopefully the offense can step it up. I think we're always talking about this, Keith. I think the last time we spoke, it was, hey, what can this lineup do, right? I think that is still a question. Um, There are some still but again we don't know a ton just because it's still spring training we're in the middle of spring training and i'm just looking forward to seeing what these guys have and the indians making the most of it 100 percent, matt i think you had a question yeah so you know normally i was was telling keith that um, this weekend for nascar we go and travel to phoenix and so used to going down there to go to um to go to goodyear park and watch the indians down there so that's always been so fun for me uh being a tribe family we've been um, season ticket holders forever um, one of the coolest things for me was the Indians sponsored my car a few years ago. So that was, that was awesome getting throughout the first pitch, like cool, cool experience. The yeah. reason I bring that up is because, you know, this is obviously a lot of new faces for the tribe, a lot of new guys in there. We don't know what it's going to look like. We seem to always ask that question, but I feel like, you know, um, Terry Francona always turns it into something positive, something that ends up being at least a somewhat competitive wild card team. I call it at least, if not better. My question for you is, as a Cleveland Indians fan, season ticket holder forever, I think this is a big year because a lot of new faces, one, but two, this is the last year that they are the Cleveland Indians. So what do you think that means to the organization, to the um, to the city as a whole, because this is the end of a very long era? So yeah. I think that's two different things. I think to the fans, it means something different than to the organization. So I think as a fan... I think as the fans of Cleveland, they were very upset about this, right? They, it's history, it's nostalgia. It's, you know, it's funny. I have to tell the story because I'm a fan as well as, you know, in the media, my sister just bought a house and one of the rooms had Chief Wahoo border in one of the rooms and they're taking all this wallpaper down and she said we're getting rid of this I go save me a little piece of that when you look at (laughs) Wahoo anytime you say oh man this is going away right and you're right it's just it's such a big thing that it's going to change we don't know what's going to happen what the name will be Um, as an organization they felt it was right this was time for the change which is how the times are going it is it's kind of you know you look at it as the last time this 
team will be called the Indians. I don't know to the players if maybe they're sitting there and saying, okay, this is what we're thinking about. I don't think right. the organization is. I think they're going to move forward. It's going to be, hey, this is this is what it is now. And I think as long as you have good product on the field, does it matter what the name is? And I think that we would all be happy if you win a World Series as whatever <laughs> it may be, the Spiders, the Guardians, who knows what it is. But I, I think the product on the field will speak a lot. But it is for the fans. I think that they, they're they tied to it. it. It's hard to have yeah. changed just like anything in the world right but you got one more year make the most of it and it'd be pretty cool to go out on that high note when something like this is happening yeah no absolutely i agree with that you know talking about stuff like that like for me it was it a big deal at first yeah it was i mean I, of course i was in that group where i was upset i was angry but i think you said something that we all in cleveland need to pay attention to was does it really matter what the name is at the end of the day? Because the, when our boys step out on the field, yeah. we're Cleveland at heart anyways. I don't care what they're called as long as we got – as long as we have the, the same, I guess, passion and fire that we always have as, – always had as Cleveland fans. We have them now, and we just back them whatever we can do because this is a fairly new team, and it's going to be a young team next year too. It's just That's just how we have to have to handle it. I think that that's the understanding that needs to be because I think there's so many fans that do get upset. Like I said, with missing guys, not a Francisco Lindor, not, you know, Clevenger, Carrasco, you love those guys. You watch them every day. That's just how things are. But think back to all of those players that it's happened to. Do you still sit there and talk about them every day? No, you get over exactly. it. Right. And how many games or how many, how many days, whatever it takes. I get it. There's guys that really contribute to an organization that they make yep. it better. They sell jerseys, they get fans in the stands, but how do we know that there's not someone else that's going to do that? Right. How do right. we know that Andres Jimenez is not going to be the next Frankie Lindor and wow, look at this guy go. What How did the Indians do that? It's just one of those things that I think that there's these new names that you have no idea. It's funny. Like when I, I'll text my dad when a trade happens and I get the release and he's like, who? I'm like, oh, oh, gotta wait and see. I know I get it. That's what everyone else is saying too. But you, you can't go that way and just say, oh, I give up on the Indians. I'm no longer a fan because they don't have my favorite player or they got rid of it and they made a trade that they thought was best for the club. And this is what these guys are paid to do, right? Exactly. Chris Antonetti yeah. is looking at a lot of stuff. He's not just- right. He's not trying to make the team worse. He's trying to to set them up for the future. And there's ways to go about it. And that's what's been happening. Right. Well, well and, and the thing is, like, Chernoff and Ananetti and, like, Tito, I trust all of them. I, I know it sounds so cliche, but I really it's do. Not. I trust them in the front office to make the moves they're doing. Was I upset when Lindor left? I was. But oddly enough, out of all, I was more upset, I think, that Cookie was gone. Yeah. Like, I mean, I love Lindor. I well, do, but I, th I think there's cookie. something about his story that we all resonated yes. with because, you know, yes. myself being a brain tumor survivor and like connecting with him on social media about, you know, his leukemia, um, diagnosing the fight and everything he went through. I think yeah. it was, we all rallied with him so much because we wanted him to be healthy. We wanted him and his family to do well. So we all bonded over that. So I feel like it was more of a heartfelt, like, okay, we're going to miss you more than like a greedy. Oh, yeah. We have to have you. It was more of a, all right, we're going to miss you, buddy. Like, you know, that's, I think that's more of what it was. I think though, then Cleveland always will have that special place in Cookie's heart because what he Absolutely. went through here, how the team stood by him, how the fans and the all-star game and everything that went into that. 
was pretty special. And I think Cleveland is so good at that. You know, you're, you're able to, to feel like a family, to see guys like that go through something and feel like, you know, you're on the journey because you wanted to know how he was. You wanted to know how his family was. You wanted to know he was okay. You still want to know if he's okay. You know, I think that's really special about the Indians organization. And I think he felt it too when he was here. So I don't obviously know bad blood. Uh, you know, it gets that way. I think a little, when you look at like Lindor saying, Oh, people are late. Yeah. They called me Frankie. And you want to yep. say, well, why, why do you not, I didn't give my best in the weight room. Well, why, why are we saying things like that? So sometimes there could be a little bad blood with guys like that, but again, everything lasts forever. No. It's a business first and foremost. Right. It's been a game to the fans. It's hard to understand that as a fan, but you have to, like you guys said, trust in the development, trust in the team and trust that those top level level executives are, that's why they're making the big bucks right they're doing something right obviously and that's why they need to do things like this well i think the indians have shown that they're one of the best um one of the best teams in the major league baseball uh league to just go and farm talent and by that i mean just grooming them and making them be players that whether they stay with the indians or not they're one of the teams that ends up creating superstars one way or another and I don't think you see that from too many um, other teams. And that's why when I mentioned a wild card team earlier, they don't have the star power. I don't think right now to go be a wild card. I mean, I'm sorry, a world series winning um, team, but they do have the ability to go compete and go, you know, fight for a wild card sp- um, spot each and every year, especially now with the, you know, the little bit of the opened up um, the extra couple of spots in there for the wild card round. I think that's something that is going to be beneficial to the tribe moving forwards. Um, but Ashley, I do have to ask you this because um, like I said, we were season ticket holders for a long, long time. I've never gone to an opening day game, but that was always reserved for my, my dad and my brother because they'd always go to it. So the million dollar question that I asked Keith <laughs> a little bit earlier, it, will it snow or will it be 70 degrees? Oh man. <laughs> um, I'll say that it's going to be warm because I've been loving this weather and I need it to just channel it and hope. Um, if you made so me bet, if you made me bet my money, I'd probably say that it's going to snow and I hope that it's not. But let's just try and be positive right now and maybe this warm weather will continue. I don't know. Um, it's so tough, right? You hate, you love when people could be at the ballpark and, gosh, I feel like it's been forever since we've had a normal opening day. Really and it's crazy because it yeah. only has been one that we haven't been able to, you know, have the normal opening day. But gosh, it's just, it's so fun. It's just one of the, the best things ever. And you feel like a fan, even if you're working or not working, or if you're watching from home, or if you're there, or if you're at a bar, or if you have a ticket to the game, it's one of the best things ever. Mm-hmm. So I hope that it doesn't snow for the sake of that. But we live in Cleveland, guys. So I don't know. That's right. That's Sorry. why I away. <laughs> Just wait 10 minutes. The weather will change. Yes. It's Ohio. For it me. might be snowing right now. I actually have not looked outside yet. So I have. Oh, like... I'm not even. Now I'm afraid to go outside. Thanks. I'm sick. We're just going to stay. That's fine. So I got one more question before we let you go. Yep. With everything that's happening uh, with like, you know, the, the players that we watched leave you know and again it's i have no bad blood against any of them santana i love him i, I really do I, I wish him the best wherever he goes i want him to succeed i think he was class act 
I think he was a great player. I loved him personally. But what about what are we going to do with with the corners? What are we going to do with first? What are we going to do with third? What's happening with that? Because as a fan, and I'm not as analytical as you are, but as a fan, I'm trying to figure out is Bowers going to be on first? Who's going to be on third? I, it's just to me, it seems like we have a lot of holes, and it seems like we keep making Tito's job just a teeny bit harder harder every year. And I feel bad, but what do you think is going to happen? You know what, Tito's got it. I think he likes all that uh, question mark. It's funny when I listen to him in his Zoom calls and. I hope that Tito gets back to totally normal health because think about yes. trying to deal with that and then, yes. you know, trying to manage this team and everything that goes along with it. But obviously, you know, you have Hosey, so it's good. But when you look right, at right. first, and I think this is besides shortstop, looking at first and how intriguing this is. And I just talked to Jensen Lewis about this too. And he just said, you know, it's got to be Bobby Bradley time. So that's what I'm thinking. We know though that, the issue obviously Jake Bowers is out of options so sure. we're not letting him go so he basically you know like what like why what's happening right is Bobby Bradley ready I'm pretty sure right. he would be the first baseman and I think that that's where obviously you're in agreement with that I think a lot of people are yes. it's time right so yes, I think absolutely. that that's what's happening I don't really know why the Jake Bowers situation is what it is or why you know sure but yeah, I, I think that, yes, it's time for that. You got to see what you have in your young kids. We're talking about this. We're talking about making this better for the future. I think it's very important. Um, and then again, we don't know what's going to happen with Jose Ramirez in the future. It's very important to look for the future when it's time, but I don't want to freak anybody out about, right. okay, Frankie leaves. Now what's next for the big name to go. So I don't, I don't even think that that should be, a question right now let's get sure. through this season and then we look at it but yeah i think it's time for bobby bradley at first and i think he showed some good stuff and i think oh, you yeah. look at uh jimenez at shortstop that competition over there has been incredible for those guys tito said it all the guys just that this has been ridiculously competitive one after another trying to show up someone else so they've been doing such yeah. a good job and it's good for good for that room if you will that that he's showing out so i think he'll be the shortstop there so Let's not panic. Let's see what's happening. They're young. Again, we can't, you know, we got to let it happen and see if these guys are good. And, and those guys are going to try and put us in a good position for that. I think so, too. I think looking at what they do and what they and how Tito and Annette Sharoff have handled this, I think you're 100% right. I don't want to freak anybody out. We're, we're, <laughs> everybody in Cleveland's already freaked out. But if you look at what we what they have put into play. And what, uh, I guess, bigger picture, are they going to be a World Series contender? No, I don't think so. Are they going to be a over 500 team? I, I really do believe that. I really do. They're going to be, an, uh, and that's just me. Maybe that's just me being super optimistic and loving Cleveland. But I trust Tito enough to believe that we are going to be able to compete and we are going to be an over 500 team. I think you can always trust that Terry yes. Francona will be doing something great. Absolutely. regardless i mean Definitely. of course he wants the best players of course he wants to find that diamond in the rough if he can and that's what they're trying to do so i think anytime you got terry francona on your side you're doing pretty good yeah i agree love it you got any other questions matt before we we took up a lot of her time and then trying to even get get, get her here like she's so awesome yeah, ashley you're so awesome you come on our show and she's always so punctual and i'm like freaking out at the last minute trying to get a hold of her like she's asking me questions i'm like crap i'm trying you know what i mean and i feel <laughs> rude and bad but <laughs> i do appreciate it i love it. coming on with you guys so thanks so much for having me
Absolutely. No, Ashley, awesome to uh, have you on here. And um, for everybody that is not following her, make sure you go on Twitter and we've tagged um, her handle a little bit earlier on on my page there. So make sure you go follow her. Check her out on SEO Sports Time Ohio. And we're looking forward to the last Cleveland Indians season before the new name. So go Tribe one last time. Absolutely. Thanks, Ashley, for coming on. And I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. So that Ashley's Collins is awesome whenever she's on. So if you haven't checked out Bruce Drennan live, she does awesome stuff on there. We, uh, as you know, Hillis, we kind of got into it. Uh, we we kind of got her on through the Hillis uh, podcast and stuff like that. Yes, but, Peyton Hillis, but, the old Browns player, for those of you who don't know, also they're joined from different areas because not everyone's from Cleveland here. We're getting a lot new, a lot of new people here. So um, we that do. Was one of the one of the cool things was we had uh, myself. Payne Hillis and Keith, we all got uh, linked up together and went on his um, show, and that's how we all got here. So thank you guys for listening because we really appreciate it. Um, Keith, before we go, we have a couple of fun topics um, I would yeah. like to jump into with you uh, whenever you would like. Let's go. All right. Let's roll. Well, we do not get political. I don't even know what the hell you just said. Political on this show, we- but there, you go. there are stimulus checks coming. Am I back? Okay. So there are stimulus checks coming. We don't get political on the show. So I want to know if there's something dumb that you're going to buy. I don't want, I don't want to hear you're investing in. I don't want to hear you doing any smart things with this money. 1400 bucks, non-drug related. Okay. Nothing like that. But what tangible possession thing are you buying with $1,400? The stupidest thing, a Matt Tift rookie card. For 1400 bucks? No, like nothing. You're going to have to like bid outbid yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give yourself more credit than that, Matt. Your rookie cards were Let me see if I can find how much a Matt Tiff rookie card. It's on eBay. They worth. go they go for about 7 bucks. Really? Yeah. Why do you know that? I've looked it up. Uh, <laughs> I had a lot of time in quarantine last year. I looked it up. I looked it up. It's true. There, it's true. There's <laughs> Here's one for $32.44. Damn, that's expensive. Get it for cheaper. <laughs> ah, don't tell them. If that person is watching right now, he is pissed. What's their username? Um, I know it doesn't say. Okay, well, good. We'll tell them that they're wrong and drop that price because it's not worth it. I'm sorry. Dude, they got a lot of Matt Tiff stuff. Like this, what, what is their username? I, don't, I can't see it. I don't know. Not- but yeah, go on eBay, buy my stuff because I don't get anything from it. So it's purely your pleasure and none of mine. <laughs> It's a 2018 Prime Racing Race Use Quads Fire Suit Dash 50 Matt Tift number RUQ Dash MT. Like Roku? I, maybe. I don't All know. Right. You still look like you're. Th- I can't. Okay, I okay. Can that that one, I actually looked like I'm like 12 or 13. I will give you that one. Yeah, yeah, 100%, dude. Yes, I 100%. definitely do. Because I had a sign, I posted on Twitter. Um, I, I get a lot of fan mail still. So thank you guys for sending that. It does mean a lot. Um, if you want to learn more to send fan mail, go to <laughs> teamliftfast.com. But I was looking back through some of the cards and I'm like, wow, okay. No, it's all good stuff. <laughs> uh, all right, but Keith, what, so one big item. What are you buying with the 1400 bucks? You don't have to know what it actually costs, but what, what would you like? It could be anything, right? It could be something stupid. Yeah, so no, it's supposed a, to be stupid, yes. I would probably buy as many Bob's Burgers collector stuff as I could. Yes, love it, love it. Thank you, thank you. Okay, what are you, is it like bobbleheads? Is it is it um, like fan posters, like signed by the cast? What is so, it? So I got to hit like Funko, so I'm, I'm big Funko Pop, right? Like I love Pops. Funko Pop? You, you don't know what Funko Pops are? No. 
Oh, come on. There's not a prison on planet Earth. You can't walk into a store without seeing a Funko Pop, Matt. Oh, right, right, yes. Yeah, they're like the round. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay, yes, 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 yes. My bad. Oh, my head hurt. Little yeah, slow. So I, little slow. So I would Sorry. buy Funko Pops. Like, yeah. that's, that would be my thing. I love Funko Pops. I love everything Funko. Okay. So I'd be, you know, buy them. I Shirts, pants, pajamas. Okay. Tyler got me, so the producer, Tyler, right yonder, got me a uh, a cookbook, a Bob's Burgers cookbook. That it, no, it, but it's a legit no, no, no. cookbook. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We just <laughs> we were talking about Tom Hanks and Castaway, and you can't see Tyler over here. So Tyler over here, just a freaking volleyball trying to run the production. <laughs> 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 That didn't even mean to come out, but I'm so glad it did. Look at dude, you are red. You are like three shades of red. I can't breathe. <laughs> oh god, that was fantastic. That didn't even mean to happen, but it no, did. No, did not. That was not scripted. All right. So what? So aside from my Bob's Burgers, you dropping all kinds of f bombs, and Tyler being a volleyball, <laughs> what would you buy with your fourteen hundred dollars? Uh, uh, Marty Cakes. I don't know who Marty Cakes is, but he said he would buy. 1,131 bags of cheese puffs. That is very specific. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Marty Cakes did Marty Cakes did not account for tax. No, he probably, <laughs> he probably did the math. He probably knows. But what, was, what this county, is why the government doesn't state, give us stuff. I need to know what county, what state. It's tax season, guys. You got to know their stuff if you're going to have 1,136 bags of cheesy puffs or whatever it is. What are they going to take money out for? What? <laughs> What? Oh. He's gonna be very disappointed if he shows up at the counter and says, "Oh, you can only buy one thousand ah! thirty bags." <laughs> Peyton Vince says, "Why do you need all those cheese cuffs, puffs?" Matt cheese would puffs? put it in his new. Why do you need cheese cuffs? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> that is a weird thing to be into. Oh my gosh! All right, so let me ask you this then, because it's eight o'clock and we gotta leave. What is, so if you could buy anything in the, like anything, just mm-hmm. anything, doesn't matter the price, I don't care. You you have it. What would you buy? One cheese, thing, anything. Cheese, cheese cuffs. If you buy cheese, but you know what? You're right. Um, I am buying. You know, I've actually wanted this for a little bit now. I would like an Oklahoma? Alice Cooper signed guitar. I think that'd be sweet. an Alice Cooper signed guitar that came out of nowhere. I like Alice. Are you Cooper. an Alice Cooper fan? Yeah, I love Alice Cooper. Huh. <laughs> you I just I, I just never knew that. You know what? There's a lot of stuff I'm finding out about you today that I didn't know about, and a lot of it's making me mad. Yeah, is that right? You're friends with the Avengers. I'm not friends with the Avengers. One. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sorry. You're friends with an Avenger. My bad. You're right. My bad. Oh my god. I singular singular face. Avenger. Uh, you're, yeah, you're right. You're friends with an Avenger. I forgot to tell you some things too, but we'll. <laughs> that, I guess. Well, um, Keith was talking about. They said J.J. Abrams will be on the next show, so watch out for that. <laughs> and he's going to produce. J.J. Abrams is going to message this show and be like, "I never said that." And he's going to produce the show way better than that volleyball over there, Ken. He can't. You just made the volleyball pissed off. I'm sorry. Well, it, no, you just did the equivalent to what Tom Hanks did when he got mad at Wilson and threw him. You happy with that? You just threw is, Tyler. Is Tyler is Tyler rolling on the ground right now? He's not happy. I'm sorry. I'm Tyler. Sorry, volleyball Tyler. Stoker A should. A- oh, it's a finger. How do you do that? How what? Look. 
Look. Other way. Other way. Yeah. See, that's not it. Can you see that? I can barely. I don't know if the, I don't know if people can, but I can. No, 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 no. People can't. But okay, he's I'm flipping just, us I'm off. Just... The volleyball has grown an extension after being squished on, and it's extended his elasticity to grow a middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> when are we gonna be back next? And when do we? All right, so hold on a minute. Let's do this the right way. Follow me at KeithMyGirl1. Or don't. Follow Matt or not at Matt underscore Tift. Just make sure he's not allowed to have his phone till after school. 3 p.m. usually is when he's allowed on his Twitter. Um, follow us on Teespring. Check us out. Life in the Fast Lane 2. Buy some stuff. If you, As of right now, if you purchase things, every, every time you purchase something from Teespring, it puts you in a drawing or a raffle. For Entered Matt's, in the summer sweepstakes. Summer sweepstakes. A fire suit from Matt Tift. Sign. Is that like a onesie? Is that like it is a onesie, onesie, yes. It's a onesie that's fireproof. You have to have the shoes, though, too. But if you jump in a fire, you have 13 seconds not to get third-degree burns. Can't promise you. You're probably going to have first and second-degree burns. But if you're in there for 13 minutes, I mean, 13 seconds, not 13 minutes, you will not be killed. So that's the cool thing about fire suits. I would highly suggest do not you practice don't put that at home. Fire suit on. Let, or your backyard. Not to put the fire suit on. No, Hang don't it. do that. No, no. Hang it up in a wall. Yes. Plus, you pee on yourself a lot. Is it one of the ones you pissed in? Nope. It's not one of the ones you No, because I never did it back then when I had those fire suits. So it's, it's all good, sanitary. Oh, so you're like marking your territory with the new fire suits by pissing. Yeah, well, they're up in storage now. Okay, all right. Can I have a piss one? Uh, the, shh, mate, mm, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that, honestly. Check us, <laughs> check us out, out on our Patreon, not an OnlyFans, so he won't be peeing on anything on any of our Patreon stuff. Uh, make sure you check out the show. When are we on next? I think next week. We did a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday scheduled this week, and you know what? We liked it. So next we week, did. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, 7 p.m., same bat time, potentially different bat places, but we'll be here, or I'll be in my green screen room. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it again. Follow us at KeithMiger1. Share the show as many places as you can and get some stuff off our Teespring so you can get entered in the summer summer sweepstick non-piss Matt booty one suit. You say sweepstakes? I did. I was laughing at myself. Summer sweepstakes. Summer sweepstakes. Go get it. What is that? Are you holding it? Steak. Did you just put a cube of steak in your mouth? Sure, Dad. Bye, everybody. Why do you have a cube of steak? (laughs) Bye, everybody. (laughs) We'll be back next week. Have a good night, everyone.